0: Welcome to the Matters of the Heart podcast with your girl, Zoe Alexandra. Here at Matters of the Heart, your heart matters to God, so it matters to us too. Our motto is whole hearts, sound minds, and healed people because we believe God wants that for this generation. So I've created the Matters of the Heart community for women just like you. Women who are strong, resilient. Women who know they don't want their trauma and brokenness to define their story and dictate their lives anymore. Women of God, you are loved. You are chosen and brokenness is not your final destination. You better believe that. Join me each week as we journey together into the matters of the heart and grow with God into wholeness and freedom. This time you don't have to do it alone, girl. Hey guys, it's your girl Zoe Alexandra and I'm back for another episode of Matters of the Heart. Guys, can you actually believe January is finished! My God! January is over, like, now. Nah, the year is flying already. Goodness gracious me. Goodness gracious gratios me. <laughs> but God has been so good, like, I, Listen, I said it last week, but... Man... Blessings on blessings. Blessings on blessings. God is really opening up doors for me, opportunities, and I really can't wait to share some of the things with you like I said last week it's not the time yet but I just want you to I'm saying be expectant of the goodness of God in your life like God gave me that word you know the word of encouragement if you haven't listened to it go and listen to it but he was not joking he was as in guys man (laughs) man oh man that's all I can say man oh man he was not kidding so guys be expectant I don't know what's been happening in your life in your situation but if God made a promise to the body of Christ, He's going to fulfill it. This wasn't a personal prophecy I received. It was a word for the body of Christ. And the maddest thing is that I keep seeing people with this same message over and over again about this year being the year of shining. My pastor also released a message about that, and my um my pastor and my pastor's, uh, my, my two pastors, my pastor and pastor my pa- apostle and prophet wife the pastors who leave my church also released the message <laughs> literally the same thing everybody keeps saying this is this is going to be a good year for a lot of people so receive it your don't be um saying not for me or you're not sure now nah, this time grab that thing with two hands and say i believe god help my unbelief help me to be expectant for good things in my life because it is coming and it's going to knock you down it's going to bombard you favor it's going to scare gather you this year favor not calamity the favor of god is going to knock you over this year in the name of jesus so let's get right into it so the word of wisdom for this week is if you fail to prepare prepare to fail so god has been giving me these words and i'm sorry that they haven't been that new or profound but I, i said holy spirit what should the word be and he said listen if you prepare to fail if you fail to prepare sorry prepare to fail and so What does this mean for us really? It is a it's really a call for us to remain ready in and out of season because we will stumble into our kairos moments one day. We'll stumble into an opportune time in our lives. And if we aren't prepared, we can miss out on significant opportunities for change and shift in our lives that we've been praying for. And so I'll say this to you. What is the Lord preparing you for? What is he doing in you right now? It's probably your preparation. I love the Lord so much because we see in the lives of people like David, of people like Joseph, that before God launches you into this place called destiny, into what you know he might have promised you as his children, he always prepares us. He doesn't send us places unprepared. He doesn't. And so sometimes our preparation doesn't really seem in alignment with what We know god has for us in the future but trust me wherever you are right now god is using that place to prepare you might be just preparing your character preparing your your level of devotion that is going to be required and so i encourage you in this season be sensitive be discerning inquire of god ask him questions get clarity align yourself with his instruction and ensure that you remain prepared I'll say to you, don't be like the foolish virgins who did not prepare with enough oil to keep their lamps lit. They weren't thinking of the future. They weren't prepared. They were unprepared. And so just ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to help you in your present right now, to prepare you for the future He has for you. And I have no doubt He will because He's our Father and He's good. Okay? So let's jump right into this episode so as you can see from the title it says help my heart is sick so remember this is the final episode in this series of kind of like unloading 22 so we can be successful in 2023 um this is what i've kind of been focusing on you know Um, a lot of people i realized when i was praying it was revealed to me a lot of people have come into 2022 with a sick heart oh no help my heart is sick And so what is a sick heart? Let's jump into the scriptures. In Proverbs 13, 12, it says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. So hope deferred makes the heart sick, but what is hope deferred? Because we have to have understanding of these things and not just use them anyhow. (laughs) Hope deferred means a hope that we have has been delayed. Ciao. That's what messed me up last year, man. (laughs) So when I say I understand and I'm not speaking from a place of ignorance or condemnation or judgment, listen, that hope deferred thing scattered me last year, but I can't lie to you. So hope deferred means a hope that has been delayed. And so this means that there was an expectation, a hope of something that we thought should have occurred or would have occurred, but it did not occur. So now our hearts have become sick. And this sickness is called disappointment. And so when you have hope deferred, you are dealing with a spirit of disappointment. And so disappointment is something that I think we all will deal with. We can't avoid being disappointed. Yes, there are varying scales and varying depths, but we will always be disappointed, I think, at least once in our lives. And so disappointment in our lives can present in our emotions. It can arise as sadness, as weariness, sometimes as frustration and anger. And sometimes disappointment in our lives can cause dislike this fatigue where you don't even feel like doing anything. But worst of all, I don't know why I even feel like crying when I'm saying this because this is really what had happened to me, like, and it's so personal that it's making me emotional because I really want people to be set free from this. Worst of all, disappointment is a thief of dreams. It's a thief of hope. But it doesn't just... It causes you to not have any hope when you're disappointed. Disappointment teaches us that it is better to expect nothing than to expect something and feel this level of disappointment or grief that we feel currently. Disappointment convinces you that the dreams that we have are futile because they won't come true for you. Disappointment quenches your excitement and your zeal and your zest for life. Disappointment robs you of your joy. Disappointment holds you in the past and it traps you into the experience of that temporary moment unless you make a decision to move forward. Disappointment is, co- is what causes you to have a sick heart. And trust me, like I said, I get it. <laughs> man. <laughs> man or oh man. I've dealt with a lot of disappointment in my life. And in previous years, disappointment almost robbed me of my life because it convinced me that my life wasn't worth living anymore. And so disappointment is a liar, like his father, the enemy. But in the word of God, the truth, there is life and a promise of a future in heaven brighter and better than any disappointment we have faced. I think disappointment can be so hard to deal with and a difficult area to tackle because we can be disappointed In So many different areas of our life like it could be work. It could be school. It could be family. It could be friendships Sometimes even the culture what came came to my heart was when um, What is the name of that gentleman that was killed by the police? um, George Floyd There was like international levels of disappointment disappointment can happen because of political socio-economic issues it can come to us at any point and from any direction (laughs) we can always be disappointed and so what we in realizing that we can always be disappointed we have to equip ourselves with how to deal with something that is definitely going to happen in our lives (laughs) i think we try and find ways to get out of disappointment i don't want to be disappointed again it's unrealistic So rather than trying to run away from something that's going to happen, we have to prepare ourselves so that when it does come, we know how to handle it. And so first things first about disappointment is that we have to understand that uh, dealing with disappointment is a natural part of our lives. And I know as a believer, sometimes we can convince ourselves that yes, we have to have, have lives filled with joy and we're supposed to have these lives that are energetic and you know different from the life of a regular person but can I make a statement at no point did Jesus tell us that our life is going to be free from drama and perfect there was like never a point he said that in fact if you read the Word of God <laughs> specifically in the New Testament and I've been reading the epistles um, of Paul the Pauline epistles And so he actually tells you on multiple occasions, prepare to suffer for Christ. (laughs) He's gearing us up to suffer for Jesus. He's preparing us to deal with persecution, encouraging the church as they're dealing with it. Persecution and suffering are not glamorous at all. They are challenging and they are difficult to deal with. And nobody in their right mind would actually want to go through that. Nobody would pick that. But we say that we do because we choose to crucify ourselves with Christ and embrace a life that might throw challenges at us because of what we believe. And so we have to understand that if we feel even as Christians when Christ himself said in this life you will have many troubles but take heart I've overcome the world. And because we believe in him, we can cast our burdens onto him and know truly that his grace, which is his divine empowerment, his divine enablement, the spirit of grace, his Holy Spirit will help us navigate and walk through every difficult situation and season. That whatever Christ has already overcome, we have the now the ability to overcome it. And that's everything. He'll grace us and equip us to get through it. So don't stop believing in him. We have to come to terms with the fact we are going to be disappointed. Things are going to happen in our lives that are out of our control. That we couldn't stop, that we couldn't change. People are going to do things that we never thought they would do to us. We're going to experience disappointments. And so I think first is that reality check you have to accept fine disappointments will come and it's not to have a negative view of the world or a negative outlook on life it's just to know that as an adult as someone that's grown things might happen in my life that are going to disappoint me but I don't have to allow them to derail my life and I am able to move forward from them and I will move forward from them amen and so next this is a really hard one guys when we're faced with our heart sickness and we're dealing with the weight of disappointment, especially when it's come through a relationship, I'm not talking romantic relationship, I'm talking just like, it's come through a relationship with a friend, come through a parent or whatever it is. This is one of the hardest things to do, although we love to profess it as a Christian and what is it drumroll please? Forgive! <laughs> Why is it so hard to forgive? Oh my gosh. Forgiveness listen if you are dealing with a sick heart forgiveness is one of the antidotes forgiveness is one of the ways you are able to be free and move forward and so what is forgiveness forgiveness means we let go forgiveness means we clear the person's record even saying it is doing me forgiveness means that we hold no record of wrong against people just the way that Christ has done for us, that we are forgiven. Forgiveness is critical to our lives with God, because we can often remain in a place of disappointment for a long time, replaying our injustices like a broken record to ourselves, because we are yet to forgive. But the gag is forgiveness only hurts you, and not the person that you don't forgive unforgiveness keeps you bound unforgiveness and offense can lead to deception it makes you bitter not the other person so you have to forgive them you have to forgive the people that hurt you you have to forgive the people that disappointed you find it in your heart to forgive anyone who disappointed you and just release them release them and something you have to understand about forgiveness when you forgive somebody it doesn't mean that what they done isn't wrong and I think that's important to know and I found forgiveness hard sometimes because I felt like what people had had experienced at the hands of people was an injustice and so I was searching for justice waiting for the justice to occur waiting for them to come to this moment of oh my god Zoe I'm so sorry for what I've done before I decide to forgive them not knowing that that was holding me back not knowing that that was making my heart hard, not knowing that that was causing me to be distanced from God, because I even felt annoyed with God that where is my justice, Lord, when this person hasn't shown any remorse or they haven't, you know, done the right thing to rectify their mistakes in my life. But we have to remember our example are not men. They're not human beings. Our example is Christ. You know we hadn't asked for forgiveness and he still forgave us? What kind of love is that? <laughs> what kind of God are you, Lord, that we haven't asked for forgiveness, and yet you still forgive us, that the other person doesn't have to show remorse before you forgive them? The forgiveness is for you, and keep your mind as well: forgiveness doesn't require reconciliation. You can forgive somebody, release them into the freedom of forgiveness, and not have a relationship with them anymore. And for some situations, it's very necessary that you do that. For others, you're going to have to reconcile, make amends. And that can be difficult, but there's grace. But regardless, forgiveness should occur. And I found on this journey when healing heart sickness, one of the hardest things when you are disappointed to do is to forgive yourself. It's so hard to forgive yourself. It's so hard to accept that you made a mistake. It's so hard to admit that you're disappointed in yourself it's so hard to embrace the fact that you could have done better because it's very easy to point the finger at somebody else but less easy to point the finger at you and say no you messed up and you failed here perhaps you did what you said you weren't ever gonna do it's hard to say i didn't act in a way that i was proud of It's hard to say, I let myself down there. I'm not proud of myself for that. Because we have to then sit in the fact that we are imperfect. And we don't have to allow that feeling of being disappointed in ourselves, our own actions, our own decisions to cause us to get into a place of depression. No, we don't have to let that happen. We don't have to allow the enemy to take us there. What we realise is that we are humans. And as humans, we make mistakes. As humans, we mess up all the time <laughs> and you acknowledge that hey i made a mistake i was wrong here i shouldn't have done that i forgive myself i'm still a work in process i still need the holy spirit to help me i'm not quite where i should be yet and that was evidence of that and so i forgive myself and i release myself from this feeling of disappointment i felt in my own actions and then what do you do next? Once you've acknowledged the mistake, you get some accountability, tell some friends about it. Ensure you've renewed your mind with the truth of God's word and perhaps learn some new skills, read some new books so you don't end up repeating your mistakes. Release yourself from the mental bondage and the torment and the criticism you've been pouring out on yourself. You have to know Even as you forgive others, sometimes you also need to forgive yourself as God's child. Extend grace to yourself as someone who is still learning and still growing. And forgive yourself and let go of the old things so that you can move forward. And so number three. This one's a bit more of a practical tip, but it it still requires to be touched on. So when we have dealt with some levels of disappointment, we can't deal with those things on our own. And we have to know that and we have to embrace that and we have to accept that and know that it doesn't make us weak or stupid or unworthy or silly. There are some things in our lives that will occur that we will never be emotionally prepared to handle and the weight of that disappointment will feel like it is crushing us. When we expected something, when we when we didn't even expect something and it causes heart sickness, I never expected this to happen. This disappointment can be crushing. And so we need other people to help us. And so it's important that we involve the people that we love in our lives, in our situations. Call your friend, tell them that you're struggling. Honestly, sometimes it saved my life. I remember one time I was just going through it. And I just said, I just can't cope anymore. I'm just... And so I just put it in the group chat, like, guys, I'm not dealing... I'm not doing well. I need help and that day like every single one of my friends called me like so are you okay (laughs) called me and then kept calling me to make sure that i was good but i had to firstly make them aware that i was struggling sometimes we want people to have a sixth sense like their whole life revolves around you no if you're dealing with something open your mouth and tell the people who love you they want to support you but you have to invite them into that situation with you and they'll be there for you they will support you in prayer in just talking to you, encouraging, maybe if it's a little girly branch, take you out, whatever it is, but tell your friend, I need help. I need support right now. I'm not okay. Tell them that this disappointment, this hope deferred, I'm feeling that has made my heart sick, has changed me. It's changed something in my life and I, I need to be held up right now. I can't hold myself up. That's so important. Also, One thing that I'll always promote is therapy. And I'm not afraid to say it or ashamed to say it. I was in therapy for six months in 2022 and it done a treat in my life. It helped me significantly. Some disappointments we face in our life, they require us to unpack them in therapy. We cannot cope with them on our own, especially if they were deeply traumatic or especially if there was something that is like tied to something that experience, we experienced in our childhood, we need that professional help to help us to really understand what happened, to unpack it, and also to equip us with the tools to help us to move forward. Therapy is necessary and we can have Jesus and the Holy Spirit and we can also go to therapy. I think therapy is a very useful tool to help us unpack things. I do believe that The Holy Spirit is the only one who knows the intricacies of our heart and can be the only one who can help us to completely heal. But therapy will definitely help us on the way. So get the help you need. There's no shame in it at all. If you feel like you need therapy or counselling, go and get it. If that disappointment, even if it was a breakup and you never expected, maybe you're in your late 20s and you thought, oh my gosh, I never thought I'd be single right now. It's making me anxious. It's making me insecure. It's making me feel like this. And you're like the way I'm thinking right now is not healthy go to therapy get the therapy you need right now get it speak to somebody help yourself in this season you'll thank yourself later and finally and this is not the least this is the most of them walk with God through it I spoke about this uh, two weeks ago in another episode Why is it that we run away from God when our hearts are sick? Is he not the healer of hearts? Why do we abscond his place of grace when our hearts are bleeding, when our hearts are wounded, when our hearts are sick? When we've experienced this tumultuous amount of disappointment, we begin to leave the place of his presence and we have convinced ourselves that he isn't able to help us. He can't get us through this and it's just a big lie. God is able to keep you. And so whatever disappointment you have faced, whatever you have walked through, one thing you have to believe straight away is that God is with me right now. He's with me and he understands what I'm going through. He understands what I feel. And he can help you navigate through this brokenness. He can help you navigate through what you're feeling, this hopelessness, because he's a specialist in restoring our hope and healing our hearts. The Holy Spirit will get you right. Don't abandon him. Keep your eyes on his word. Even if you're just reading a verse a day, keep your eyes on his word. Even if all you can do is sing the same worship song every single day, keep your eyes on him. Stay in his presence, even if all you can do is say holy spirit help me that is still a prayer because it's a sign of humility that you are still dependent on the most high god even if it's a whisper even if you sit in his presence and it's just a tear that rolls off off of your face when your heart is sick when your heart is weary when you are dealing with disappointment stay close to him walk through it with him he won't abandon you in your disappointment he will restore you he will restore your hope he will restore your faith he will grant you understanding and peace the bible speaks about he's able to give us a peace that surpasses understanding he will give you a peace surrounding what has happened in your life that doesn't even make sense you would be wondering mm, i don't even know why i feel so peaceful i should be more scattered than this but i'm good he'll be able to give you a strength for your weakness beyond your weakness that the depth of his sufficiency Meets our insufficiency. The depth of his sufficiency meets the depth of our insufficiency. It meets the depth of our lack in every season. Trust him, walk with him, he is with you. And so you have to know that whatever you go through, like I've said, to go back over these points, firstly, remember what is happening to me, although it may be a specific situation, is not isolated to me. Bad things don't just happen to you. Bad things happen full-stop Disappointments happen and when they happen we have to sit with ourselves and say okay now What are you going to do? What are you going to decide in this moment that this disappointing thing has happened and my my heart is a little bit sick? But am I gonna let this thing destroy my life? Am I gonna let this thing overwhelm me? Am I gonna let this thing overtake me or am I going to decide to move forward We have that choice. We have that power to decide to do something different. When disappointment happens at the hand of others, we have the power to decide to forgive them. We have the power to decide to get help, to get support from those around us. And we have the ultimate blessing of walking through it with the one who made the heavens and the earth and who knows you by name and who understands you, who looks into your heart and who gets you, who sees you, who's always with you. We have the opportunity to walk through it with God. And so this is how we equip ourselves to be able to have a successful and a fruitful 2023 by knowing what to do when these things arise because although it's going to be a great year, these things are still going to happen. And so to the one who has a sick heart, And you came into 2022 with this disappointment. I know my father is one who's in the business of doing good things for his children just because he's good. And so, to the one whose heart was sick, your disappointment is actually a sign of a heart that was once filled with hope. Your disappointment is a sign of a heart that was once filled with expectation and perhaps even a little bit of excitement. And can I assure you that your heart can and will be filled with hope again. God will restore your hope, be expectant of good things, not because of anything other than the fact that you have a good father. Decide that you will refuse to allow the disappointments of your past to stop you from enjoying your present and creating a marvellous future with God. To the one whose heart was a little sick, I can assure you, my love. Eyes have not seen, nor have ears heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men what God has for you. But he can reveal it to you if you ask him. And to the one whose heart's been a little sick, I assure you, it won't always be like this, and it won't always feel like this. And I can guarantee you, your best is yet to come. There's this scripture that I love so much in the book of Romans, 15, verse 13 it says and i'm going to pray this over you i pray for you to the one whose heart has been sick to the one who's been dealing with their hope being deferred to the one who's dealing with disappointment and you've lost your hope may the god of all hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may once again abound in hope by the power of the holy spirit in the name of Jesus and so I just want to encourage you with that listen life can be challenging life is something that throws out things at us that we can never expect but I pray that when you hear this podcast when you hear this episode you feel like you are equipped to be able to move forward through the things that life may throw at you always remember that you may not have the strength and sometimes even the courage. that You may not have the know-how of how to get through the situation. But the Holy Spirit is able to guide you. He's able to direct you. He's able to help you. His grace is sufficient for you. You don't have to be bound and stuck in disappointment. That's not God's portion for you. He has good things planned for you. That is his heart sickness... Make a decision that you refuse to allow it to stop you from enjoying your life this year. Make a decision that it's not going to stop you from getting to where God wants you to go in your destiny. Make a decision that it has no authority over you anymore. Release the people you need to release. Forgive them. Get your support that you need. Pray without ceasing. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And keep moving forward god is with you i pray you've had a beautiful um january (laughs) and i pray you would have a even more wonderful february i was going to say that february is the month of love but it's a lie because that's not a christian um festival (laughs) not a festival but may every single day of your life be filled with the knowledge that you are loved by god and i pray your Uh, February will be fantastic. I pray you have a fantastic February in the name of Jesus. Amen.